The following program is sponsored by Fairly Spiritual on KCIS. Hey everyone, it's Pastor Doug Bursch and you're listening to The Fairly Spiritual Show. So I saw that the Oscars this year are not going to have a host because they had somewhat of a hosting debacle, which reminded me that even though Hollywood puts out all these amazing creative stories every year, they're actually not that creative. In fact, humans aren't that creative sometimes. We get stuck in a rut. On today's show, we're going to talk about how not to get stuck in a rut. In fact, the Bible tells us to sing a new song. How can our endless, changeless God tell us to sing a new song on today's Fairly Spiritual Show? It's okay to be a creature of habit. In fact, a great habit would be to listen to this show every week. That's a good habit. Or listen to the podcast. Although, hey, one of the habits I've gotten out of is the last couple weeks I've missed a few shows. The Wednesday podcast. The holidays got me out of uh, the ritual. I hope to get back into it. But during the holidays, holy cow, my house gets taken over and my studio's in the house and I thought you probably didn't want to hear the family chaos going around me as I tried to do a show. But uh, habits can be good. Rituals can be good. God knows that humans are somewhat ritualistic. He had us do things like uh, follow a liturgical calendar, right? You know, there were feasts and festivals and even a Sabbath to follow. So God understands that rituals are okay. But also, it's pretty cool that we have a God who uh, understands that it's okay for us to sing a new song. In fact, it's not just okay, it's something we're called to do. So on today's show, I'm going to talk about singing a new song to the Lord, that some of us have to stop doing the same old thing. It's not working. But before we do that, I'm going to do the same old thing I do at the beginning of every show, which is to ask you to text me. Uh, You can text or you can call the show to give feedback. I love it when people do this. Tell me they've been listening to the show. Last week, I had a man by the name of Jeff tell me that he'd been touched by the show and appreciates what I'm doing. I appreciate you texting. Uh, Here's the number to text, 360-818-4513. 360-818-4513. That's 360-818-4513. Also, uh, you can go to the website, fairlyspiritual.org, and donate today. I know that you woke up this morning and you were like, you know what, I have an extra $100 and I don't know where to donate it. Well, do I have good news for you? You can donate to keep the show on the air. That's the Fairly Spiritual Show. Go to fairlyspiritual.org and donate today. Uh, We take donations up to $1,000, so feel free to donate more or less, $25 if you want, and you can keep the show on the air. You can also find out about my book, The Community of God, it's uh, in several versions. You can have, well, it's, it's, I guess it's not like in Spanish and French, but it's in, uh, there's an audio version, uh, there's a digital version, and there's a print version. You can find all those things at amazon.com. Just search Douglas Birch or the Community of God, a theology of the church from a reluctant pastor. You can just click on the link from my website, fairlyspiritual.org. 
There you go. The ritual of announcements at the beginning of the show, something you look forward to every week. Again, text the show. You can just say, hey, I'm listening. 360-818-4513. Well, on today's show, I want to talk about singing to the Lord a new song. Uh, I was thinking about this. Well, well, first, let me just read uh, some scriptures on this. Psalm 98, the Psalms, there's a few Psalms that talk about this, about singing to the Lord a new song, which is pretty cool in that God is timeless, endless, ageless. We hear that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We know that God's name is Yahweh, and Yahweh is a fascinating name because Yahweh is kind of a modified version of the to-be verb in Hebrew. So it's it's hard to translate, but it, it and scholars argue about this because that's what scholars do, right? But I think the best way to translate it would be, I am what I will be, I will be what I am. So God's name is I am. I am what I will be, I will be what I am. So what God has been in the past is what God will be in the present, is what God will be in the future. So there definitely is a certainty to God. There is a timelessness to God. There is a changelessness to God. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that is good news, which makes it so powerful that God would come to us and say, hey, sing a new song today. Do something new. That's pretty powerful to me. It's not, hey, you know what? Let's keep things the same. I'm the same. You be the same. No, God says, hey, I want you to sing a new song. And it's not just this. It's not, hey, your last song was terrible. Sing a better song. No, it's just sing a new song. Psalm 98 uh, says it this way. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And one thing just about singing a new song, I'll just throw this out, is God is so great, God is so good, that every day we could express a new song of his goodness. Every day you could sit down and meditate upon God's goodness and have something new to say. They talk about that you learn something new every day, and I don't know if that's true. I don't feel like I learn something new every day. I think sometimes maybe someone who's just not very smart might learn something new every day. But the reality is, when it comes to God's character, when it comes to God's goodness, God's love, God's grace, if you meditate upon the scripture, if you pray, you can find something new about God. You can sing a new song. I know as a pastor, when I sit down and I read the word, things come alive to me. I find something new. I can go to an old passage, a familiar passage, something I've preached on before, something that I'm like, yeah, I know what this is. And I can find new insight or new comfort or new wisdom. Psalm 98 says it this way, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. So it's not just finding something new about God or God's character, but there's also something new God has done in your life that's worthy of singing about. If you look back at your life, if you look at this year, if you look at the last month, if you look at the last week, if you look at just the last day or hour or minute, I don't know if something's happened amazing last minute. Maybe I just said something. You're like, wow, that's amazing. Or you thought something. Sing to the Lord a new song for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. 
I think about this. Once I was complaining to God, by the way, not just once, I complain often. And I was complaining and, you know, it was this kind of thing. You know why? This, this, is, how, this is how petty I am. You can just judge me all you want, but I'm going to be honest on this show. I was complaining about influence. I was frustrated. I was thinking about this pastor of this large mega church that just has really lousy character. He's just immature. And every time I meet him, I'm like, man, this guy is just, why do people go to his church? Sorry, that's just how I was thinking. I'm sitting there going, you know, Lord, why would you allow that? And then I'm thinking about that there's cults bigger than my church. There's people who worship a goat or a rock who have larger expressions. And I, I'm, I'm saying, well, I don't want a mega church, but man, I, I just thought we would have more influence. And I thought if I was nice to people and not a jerk and, and, and we, you know, we weren't immature and focused on dumb things. You know, I just thought, I thought it would go better. And I was just complaining, complaining to God. I don't know if you ever complain. Maybe I'm the only one who complains. Maybe this is just me and you can judge all you want, but I'm complaining and I'm sitting there and, and I think I was, I was at like a Denny's or something. Cause Denny's is a great place to complain or Sherry's, you know, depending upon what you want to complain about, if it's the food, but I, I'm, I'm there and, and I, I just swear God just kind of put this thought in my head. Doug, do you, do you ever wonder what a mess you would have been if I hadn't, found you and saved you and you hadn't turned to me. Maybe I saved you just to keep you from messing things up. Maybe you should just be thankful for that, that you're not just messing lives up. <laughs> and I just began to think about this. You know, that thought came to me that I'm, I'm about, you know, all the things I need to do and all these big grand plans and, and just for a moment, God gave me this glimpse of what a holy terror I would have been without Christ. These verbal giftings, how how just off the rails, how just how awful what I'm doing right now, how just terrible this would have been if I had not been following Christ. I just begin to think about, you know, just oh my word, maybe Maybe God is just keeping me from harming the world. Just the fact that I'm not harming people is something worth praising God about. Just the fact that I'm not doing damage to thousands of people is something worth praising God about. Sing to the Lord a new song. There's something to sing. to. I don't want to sing about that. Sing to the Lord a new song. Thank the Lord for that, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. Psalm 149, praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise in the assembly of the godly. We're going to take a break and come back and look at other ways to sing to the Lord a new song, even if you don't like singing. Hey, thanks for listening to today's show. Could you support us? We need your support. That's how it works. If you say, I don't have much money, Hey, me neither. $25 goes a long way. Go to fairlyspiritual.org, donate $25 today. That'll help us immensely. If you say, hey, I have lots of money. I'm Mr. Moneybags. Your money would help us too. So go to fairlyspiritual.org and donate. Uh, also, please text the show. Let us know how we're doing. Unless you're going to be really mean, then don't text us. Here's the number, 360-818-4513. 
That's 360-818-4513. And I'd love for you to pick up my book, The Community of God, A Theology of the Church from a Reluctant Pastor. You can get that at Amazon. Well, I'm having fun today. Are you? It's okay if you're not, but I want you to know that every day has a new song. On today's show, we're talking about singing to the Lord a new song. It's fascinating to me that a timeless, ageless, eternal God would say, hey, I want to hear a new song from you, that he delights in our new songs. And I was reading some scripture on this. Uh, Isaiah 42.10 says, sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the end of the earth. I think about nature when I think about new songs, the timelessness, the endlessness, and the newness of nature, because you see that in nature, right? Mount Rainier is an amazing thing, right? You, If you live in the Pacific Northwest, I mean, if you're listening to this on podcast, we don't need you to move to the Pacific Northwest. We've got plenty of people here, but sorry, that sounded a little exclusive. If you need to come, that's fine. We'll welcome you. But the reality is, uh, if you're, you're listening on the radio here, the Puget Sound, you know, Mount Rainier, just amazing. You just look at it, it just feels like it's always been there. The permanence of that mountain, it's just permanent until someday it blows up, right? But right now it's just permanent and timeless and ageless. But then also there's those seasons uh, you see during the winter as the snow caps and the, the, the snow levels change or in the summer when we've had a, you know, a, a dry spell and lots of sun, lots of sun by faith, I'm believing we'll have. But, but you'll see how you can see more rock formations and it changes with every season. And so there's a, a timelessness, but there's also this temporariness. There's the cloud cover, you know, every day changes or the reality in the Northwest, we say things like, hey, look, the mountain's out and people can come and visit the Northwest and never see Mount Rainier. It's so, it's so temporary that it doesn't even exist for some visitors. I always feel sorry for visitors who come and never see the mountain because it just wasn't out for those two weeks. I love that reality of the timelessness and also the temporalness of nature. You see that with the ocean. If you go uh, visit the ocean, and uh, that sounds weird, just visit the ocean. Hey, ocean. But you go visit the ocean, and it's just, I love the endlessness of the ocean. It's just, it's just too big. It's just too great. And you look at the ocean, and it's just beyond you. You, you just know, I, yeah, I could have this big ship, and maybe I could cross it. But it's just, it's just, it's been there. Since the creation of the world, the ocean has been there. There's an endlessness and a timelessness to it. But the oceans are also incredibly temporal. You think about the tides. Every day they come in and go out and they, they change the surface of the, the sand and the shore. And every day when you're at the ocean, there's a new expression of the waves. And you can sit there and just watch each individual wave and how it comes in. And, and if you've ever been there with your, your kids or little kids and you you run away from the waves and you run away from the water, that there's this endlessness and there's this timelessness, but every wave is a new wave and every tide is a new tide and every day at the ocean is a new day. I think about uh, this beautiful, large, um, it's a, a maple tree that I proposed to my wife uh, in front of many years ago. This beautiful tree. It's in the middle of this field, this empty field, and I drive by it almost on a daily basis. And uh, when we were 20 years old, I proposed to my wife. I dragged her out in this field in the middle of the winter, and I proposed to her. 
and uh, that tree is still standing. And that tree is huge and old and giant, and, and it stretches it's just huge in the middle of this field. And there's a part of it that it just seems like it's always been there. In fact, if they ever try to cut that thing down, I'll probably chain myself to that tree. I'll suddenly become the world's greatest environmentalist or tree hugger. But it it's just feels like it's always been there. But at the same level, uh, as I drive by that tree in the spring and in the winter and the fall and the summer, I see the changing of the seasons. I see the budding of new leaves, and then the leaves spread out and become full in the summer, and then I see them turn brown and fall off in the fall. And then in the winter, I see it there just with the branches. And I see the changing seasons, the temporalness of the seasons, the new leaves, the new song of the new leaves. In that tree, I, I see both the timelessness and the temporalness of creation. I see the old song and the new song. That's where I propose to my wife. And I see the fact that our marriage is secure and permanent and I'm going to be with my wife for as long as we both shall live. But I also see that every season is deserving of my best effort and maybe even of a new song. Sing to the Lord a new song. Embrace this new season. I want to talk to some of you that you might be stuck in a religious rut. You might be so familiar with your spiritual truths, your spiritual cliches, your ability to communicate the kingdom of God. Just, I ask you a question about who Jesus is, and I ask you how the Holy Spirit works, and I ask you about salvation, and you can quickly just say the stuff. I ask you about church. I ask you about anything, and you can just quickly say it, and you have these rituals of spirituality, and they're not bad rituals. I'm not belittling your life. I'm not saying there isn't a seriousness or a substance to what you do. But maybe you're stuck. Maybe the Lord is coming to you and saying, you know what? I'd like to give you a new song to sing. I'd like you to see things a little differently. Maybe God has a new song for you. I've thought about this recently with, I often focus a lot on our responsibility as humans. I think we have a tremendous amount of responsibility. I think the Bible talks about that, that we're made in the image of God and, and we have tremendous responsibility that, that Cain is his brother's keeper, that what we do matters, that God has given us will and volition, and we're responsible for what we do, that it's not whatever. It's not, eh, you know, God will take care of it. But in focusing so much on human responsibility, I sometimes forget to focus in on the fact that God knows and God understands, and God is not surprised by the events of the day. So in the last few days, the Lord has been reminding me to sing a new song, to let him speak to me in new ways, to let him show me things in new ways. When I immediately go to, what do I need to do, and where do I need to go, and What's my responsibility in this situation? The Lord is speaking to me in different ways and saying, Doug, would you focus in on my sovereignty now? 
Would you focus in on the fact that I'm not surprised by these events? Would you trust me more? Would you make this less about your strength and your power and your responsibility and more about my sovereignty? A new song for me. Your song might be different. You might be focusing so much on God's sovereignty and it's, you know, God will take care of it and God will provide and and that's all you talk about, the sovereignty of God. But God might be coming to you and saying, I have a new song for you. I want you to focus on your responsibility. I want you to focus less on just God will provide and more on what is my next spirit-led step. That's what the new song is like. It's that personal. What new song does God have for you? God has given us permission to sing a new song. So often we embrace narratives about our lives that not only influence our present, but they influence our future. Your song might be this, that things have been terrible and tragic, and that's just what my life will be. Now, I'm not talking about positive thinking and what you say is what you'll become. But it is true that if you keep singing the song of, oh, it's just worthless and meaningless and useless and hopeless, there's a good chance that that's all you're going to open your heart to. If you just sing the song of winter, you're not going to open your heart to spring. If you just sing the song of spring, you're not going to open your heart to summer. I've seen this happen in many ways. I've seen this happen with hyperfaith people where they're praying healing and deliverance over a loved one who's sick, and, and that loved one is clearly going to die. They've clearly reached the stage of the, the end of their life, and they're ready to go home. And instead of singing the new song of acceptance and praying for this person and saying their goodbyes and loving each other and handing that person over to God and, and having a beautiful time of acceptance and love, and recognizing that this isn't our final home, that eventually we all die and we all go to be with our God. Instead of singing that new song, in the final moments of that person's life, they're praying, oh, Lord, raise them up from their bed, and, and we rebuke this cancer. And, and again, I know this is difficult to say, but they're spending so much time singing the old song. And it, and it wasn't bad that they sang that song at one time, but they forget to sing the new song. And the new song is this, that their loved one is ready to go home, that their loved one is ready to say their final words in this life to embrace the life to come, that grandma or grandpa is ready to say goodbye, that they've lived enough of this life and they're ready to embrace their eternal life. Singing a new song can mean so many things. It can mean singing a song of joy when you've been singing a song of sorrow. It can mean embracing the reality that now is the time to look at the seriousness of this situation and to stop avoiding the reality of our lives. God has a new song for us to sing. He has a new song for you to sing. Sing to the Lord a new song. When I drive by that tree where I proposed to my wife, we were 20 years old when we got engaged and then eventually married, that was foolish, but it was right for us. But for our marriage to survive and thrive, 
It is required that in every season of our life, we've been willing to say yes to God's new song, a new understanding of love, a new understanding of grace, a new understanding of kindness. I remember on my 10-year anniversary waking up and the Lord saying to me so strongly, Doug, you've spent the last 10 years trying to get your wife to understand you. Why not spend the next 10 years trying to understand her? Sing a new song. Maybe that's your new song. Not spending the next five years or 10 years trying to get someone to understand you. Maybe understand them. Maybe not spend the next two weeks lecturing your kids about cleaning the house, but finding ways to clean the house with them. The new song can look so different depending upon the situation, but maybe take some time to meditate and pray and ask the Lord for a new song. Thanks for listening. Hey, you've been listening to The Fairly Spiritual Show. By the way, any of the music on this show is from my brother Dan Bursch. You can pick up one of his new songs on iTunes. That's Dan Bursch. You can text the show, 360-818-4513. That's 360-818-4513. And go to fairlyspiritual.org to donate to keep us on the air or to find out more about my book, The Community of God. Thanks for listening. Proceeding broadcast was sponsored by Fairly Spiritual. When you write or call this program, be sure to mention you heard it on KCIS.